You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. It's Friday, Greg. It is Friday when this episode is going up, but it's we don't know fr- if it's, it's future Friday. We don't know if it's Friday when people are listening to this, this episode. This is true. Though. I don't want to limit Sarah, it. Sarah, I mean, you just kind of spoiled something right there. It could have been, they could be listening on a Monday. Spoiler alert, you could be listening to one of the other six days, uh, on one of the other six days of the week. It's absolutely possible. Gosh, but regardless, Greg. this is one of our best ofs while we are out on vacation here from Fun Employment Radio. So we've got three different pieces to today's episode. Now, and this is the last best of for the week, Greg. Okay, the last best of of the week. And Sarah, as we talked about before, <laughs> Uh, searched through the vast archives of Fun Employment Radio episodes to find some of these, and this is from episode 549. I will say this is my favorite best of. Okay. This one that I put together for today, because it's not one, not two, but three separate segments. And this first one... I don't even want to ruin it in case somebody hasn't all right, it's Heard an it. incident that is frequently referenced it's on the referenced. show. If you hear anything referencing me and a granola bar, this, this is the this is the origin story of that. This is the origin story of why people ask me sometimes if I've given someone a granola bar. Uh, this is from episode five forty nine. It was one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me. And you will never live it down. I will never live it down. Here it so, is. Here it is. This is the granola bar story <laughs> on Fun Appointment Radio. Hi everyone, you are listening Fun Employment Radio. This is Tommy Wazo. Thank you for listening. And one and two and three. Yeah, what are you doing over there? I don't know. I'm uh, well. I don't know how I did it, but somehow with a pair of large round headphones, I poked myself in the eye. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. I've done that too, or I've snapped yeah. them on my head. Yeah, I always rip my hair out with them. Um, this is Fun Employment Radio. You can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live where you can subscribe to our stream and join in the chat. You can also get a hold of us on Skype where our handle is Fun Employment Radio. Give us a call 503-928-7995. And you can pick up our t-shirts right now. At Sorrell's. Oh, yes, indeed. Sorrell's on 37th and Hawthorne. I still need to go get a picture of that. Yeah, we, we need to do that and put that up. Mm-hmm. Um, it is cool, but you just need to go down there and check it out. And you can buy a t-shirt, help support us, help support Sorrell's. Anton and Deb, it is, uh, it is a very, very cool store. And, um, I mean, you just want to go in there just to look around mm-hmm. anyway. Oh, yeah. It's, see all the it's cool fantastic. Stuff they have. And it changes, too. Like, it's not like a store where everything's the same all the time. Yeah. I mean, and I know they're off. I think they're still gone going to buy, buy stuff right now. Mm. I mean, they've been going all over the place, different trade shows. And so, yeah, really cool place. Go down there and check out our shirts and, uh, and help support us. Yes. Support us and support them. Yeah. <sighs> so, all right. So what is this embarrassing thing that you, <laughs> <laughs> that you have to tell. <laughs> it actually happened on Friday. Okay. Before, like right before the show on Friday, but I felt so stupid about it that I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up. And it just happened to come up in conversation with my sister when we were talking this weekend because she was like talking about something embarrassing that she did. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll one up you with what I did. <laughs> um, so it was on, it was on Friday afternoon. It was before the show and I had stopped by to get, uh, to pick us up some coffee. And for this show, for, yeah, for this show, okay. yeah, for this show. So I was stopping to get coffee, um, and get ready to come down and meet you at the studio. And as I was, um, you know, coming in, there was somebody, you know, sitting outside of the coffee shop, and it was, you know, a guy sitting there in like, you know, like raggedy clothes and just, you know, sitting on the sidewalk, like, you know, just kind of sitting there, like watching people go by, and like, you know, just, you know, just kind of sitting there. I'm like, oh, okay. So um, I went in and got the coffees, and I came back out to my car, and I remembered that I had a granola bar in my bag. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll just uh, give this guy my granola bar. So he's and, like a homeless guy. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
so I go to my car, like, you know, I set the coffees on the, t- on the roof and like I reach in my bag and get out the granola bar. I'm like, I'm like, here, do you, do you want this? And he just looked at me and he goes, um, I'm not homeless. <laughs> wow. That is so awesome. Pretentious much? Oh, I was wow. trying to give him food. Here's a couple bucks to go get a shower. No, seriously. Here, why don't you go ahead and clean yourself up a little bit? <laughs> Things will get better, buddy. You know, I've got tra- an extra deodorant in my bag here. Why don't I hook you up? <laughs> oh, man. He was just some guy sitting outside the coffee shop. But he, I've seen him around before. like, And he's been asking for... I swear it's him, but I've seen him asking for change and stuff before. So, you know, because he's like... One of, I've seen him on Hawthorne a lot. And so and so I'm holding out this fucking granola bar. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm not homeless. And I was like, um... <laughs> Were you wearing I'm- gloves and like... <laughs> I was dangling it from the edge. Yeah, no. I was trying to be nice, and you know, because I like, you know, there are like people who outside, you know, who like sit outside of Fred Meyer or something, and you know, asking for like money or something. I'll like buy him a bottle of water and like a sandwich. You know, just like. So I thought that maybe it might be. I mean, who doesn't? Oh man, like a delicious raspberry. It was on Hawthorne. I guess that's easy enough to do. I mean. It's true, but still, wow, <laughs> wow. Did he did he take it? Or did you? Oh, like, so take finally, it back? and I'm just like, and then I, in my mind, I'm starting to panic. I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, you know, just because you're not homeless doesn't mean you wouldn't like a granola bar, right? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> I didn't know what to that's do. That's worse. I was standing there with it in my hand, like, uh, <laughs> all right, shit, you already did this. You gotta, you gotta fix it. I'm just like, oh, and he's just like, no, I'm just sitting out here and enjoying the sun. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, that well, do you want brilliant. it anyway? And he's like, well, okay. <laughs> so like, so you was... you shamed a non-homeless person into taking granola bar. Oh, that's really... so awkward. Well, my heart was in the right place. I was really trying to do something nice. It was everything else that wasn't. Yeah. Wow. And that was the day Sarah decided to quit being nice to anyone. <laughs> There's a homeless person 10 feet away going, damn it. I did accidentally. Uh, one that would have been great. 10 feet away. I'm homeless, but <laughs> sorry, man. I already gave away my one granola bar for the year. <laughs> that is so awkward. It was really embarrassing. So he gave him the granola bar anyway? Yeah. So he took and the then- granola bar and he's like, well, okay, I guess I'll t- take it. Thanks. I'm like, you're welcome. And then I just got in my car. I'm like, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) Because he was really, he was sitting on the ground in front of the coffee shop, like sitting there, and looked a little like downtrodden. So I thought, I mean, but who? Well, on Hawthorne though, that's that's hard to tell. Yeah, I I smell a new segment. (laughs) Helping the homeless with Sarah X Dillon. (laughs) (laughs) You need a place to stay. Let's go get yourself cleaned up there, buddy. Could you use a hot shower? Yeah. You'll be back on your feet in no time. <laughs> I hope this gets you through the day. It's packed with energy and goodness. There's a shelter downtown. You should just get pamphlets and hand them out to people. Oh, yeah. One other thing that I accidentally, but I was trying to do good once that I accidentally did wrong too. Okay. Might as well just say it. All right, so. <laughs> Erica Chicago points out fun with vagrants. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> Sarah X. Dillon, hobo helper. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. My, well, okay. Um, that, uh, that definitely. When I was younger, so like, we, you know, when, when I was younger, you know, we lived in Seattle and we'd go down to like, you know, Pike Place Market or something. You know, um, 
you know, my mom never encourages to give, you know, homeless people money, but to give, you know, food, like right. food coupons or like food or whatever. Sure. So basically you threw fish at them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, my mom gave me, I, I remember one time specifically, um, when we were going over to Seattle and my mom gave me all these McDonald's coupons where like you can get like a dollar off, you know, of, of like any kind of food if you bring it to McDonald's. And there's a McDonald's, you know, right there on the waterfront. And I, you know, been giving them out all day. You tell me you weren't giving McDonald's coupons to homeless people. Well, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was like for free, like free cheeseburgers or something. And then as soon as I'd given out a bunch of them and I was getting ready, you know, to take the ferry back to Breverton, I realized that they were expired. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) That is the whitest thing you've ever done. Wow. Here, downtrodden. Here's an expired coupon. (laughs) So... I no longer have a need for it. See if you can trick him into getting you a burger. So that McDonald's got bombarded by a bunch of homeless people coming in with coupons demanding cheeseburgers, and then they had to turn them away. You created a... Like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. You created a hungry bum flood. Honestly, (laughs) that guy was probably so excited to going in there. Oh, man, I'm going to get a burger. I try to be nice in life, and it backfires on me a lot, too. Like, this other time, (laughs) when I tried to be nice, and, like, there was a woman waiting for the bus, and I wasn't going to be using my bus pass again, so I'm like, oh, here. I'm like, oh, don't don't pay the $2.10. I have... Like, why don't you just use my bus pass? And as I'm walking away, I'm like, gosh, I feel good. (laughs) Walking away, and just as, as soon as I hear the bus driver go, like, um... That's not for today. And I had, put in, I had a different bus pass in my pocket. Oh. And I gave the woman the wrong one. Sarah, the careless helper. Jesus. Man. <laughs> now, if I'm ever in need, do not go to Sarah X Dillon's house. I thought the backhanded compliment was bad. You, like, raised miles above that. Sarah Dillon, backhanded charity. Are you dropping off spoiled milk Here's at the food coupon. bank? Oh, it's expired. Why don't you get a job? moldy breaded food drive (laughs) just cut off the edges it'll be fine wow that is incredible (laughs) and it all comes from me trying to be nice yeah there's so many assholes in this world I try to be nice but to them you're even even bigger asshole (laughs) (laughs) five minutes later it's fucking expired. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck you, woman! <laughs> like, they maybe had a little... Like, they were ready to jump off the bridge. Like, all hope was lost. And then here comes this perky 20-something-year-old. Do-do-do-do-do. Here, have... You know, have some... Get a burger. I've got all these nice McDonald's coupons. And, like, you give them one sliver of hope in humanity. One shining light in their horrible existence. And they thank you. Thank you so much. There is... We are evolved as a race. And you... Bye! And you perk away and they get all excited and they look down at their good fortune. Expired 90 days ago. <laughs> or they go into the McDonald's. The thinking, cru- Man, I get to go in here and I get something, come up there with the coupon. And then in front, of everyone, of a dumpster. in front of everyone, the attendant at McDonald's has to say, no, I'm sorry, that's expired, sir. <laughs> is it three hours And later? they have to walk away and shave know, out of the like store. Three hours later, the only thing left is a is a waterlogged McDonald's coupon floating <laughs> in the Puget Sound. <laughs> Oh, a couple of empty cans that they would have turned in for food, but they didn't need it because they had that coupon. (laughs) (sighs) Wow. Sarah Dillon taking care of the surplus population, one one expired coupon at a time. (laughs) Mark just called me the Hamburglar. (laughs) Here you go, homeless person. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
That is the best shit wow. ever. <laughs> wow. We love you, Sarah. Mm. But that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Nipples in well, the chat Well, we love says, you because we can feed ourselves. We don't have to rely on you. <laughs> says in the chat, Sarah X still in Halfway House. Worst shelter ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tried. Maybe get to the, you get to the Sarah Dillon halfway house. It's already been torn down. <laughs> your heart's in the right place. You want to care for your fellow man. You just don't want to try very hard at. It. <laughs> Sorry. At least the granola bar was substance. <laughs> was it a new granola bar? Or did you just find a find it? Yeah, this looks good. Was it all squashed and bent? Did you check the expiration date? Already been oh, was it all oh, smashed? No. Oh. It had already been eaten by mice. Look, I'm not going to eat this. It was the bottom of the bag bar, wasn't it? <laughs> it was one you didn't want because it looked gross. <laughs> oh, it that's was. Totally Look at you. It. No, it wasn't. I carried it around because I was going to eat it. I was going to eat it. And I'm like, what do I have? I'm like, I don't have any cash on me. And I'm not going to give him so money. You, you gave him a backup bar. I did not give him a backup bar. You didn't and the like guy him. wasn't even soliciting for anything. It was already open. He just looked hungry. I thought maybe like you were coming out of the start. Like you had bought like a fresh granola bar at the Starbucks because you saw him. Oh, hell no. And you bought it. To, I didn't realize you were just walking by this guy. You're like, poor bastard. Let me see what I got for backup in the bottom of my bag. <laughs> Feeling around here. Pack of smokes, a lighter, some gun. Wait, this feels like food. I'll give him this. <laughs> oh, wow. Now we know what Rick Emerson does with this trunk pizza. He gives it to Sarah to hand out to homeless people who aren't actually homeless. You just find an old thing of fries in your car and just throw individual fries. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't need to clean my kitchen when I've got homeless people to give it to. Oh, wow. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Uh, well done, Sarah. You're yes. right, Sarah. This was a really good story. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, that's still. He looked hungry. Yeah. He looked. That is he still. Looked very hungry. Just awkward. It is so as awkward, awkward as it could possibly get. So awkward. Uh, all right, let's go on to the next one here. Speaking of awkward. Well, yes. So this one is from episode 1322. And it is when I created one of my, uh, one of my alter egos. Shall we say? I don't even know how much, how to intro this other than. I do know how to be a fancy person at fancy parties. Do you? And this is clearly how you do it. And, you know, everybody might want to take a few tips from this. But this is... Is this the origin of this? This is this the, is the origin, origin of the, you. The origin? <laughs> of your first uh, big tycoon. Of Larry Armtrock. Larry Armtrock of the Armtrock fortune. Right here on Vibrator <laughs> Radio. So, Sarah, there is something else, though. That's happening this weekend. I am so and, excited. And uh, I even went to the dress barn for it. <laughs> God, you and the dress barn. Oh, I love the dress I barn. I heard you do love the dress mm-hmm. barn. We should get them back as a sponsor. We should, why All right. not? <laughs> Sarah and the dress barn. Let me ask you this. The dress barn is seriously okay. over, like, underrated. Quick side note, because I know we're going to be getting into it. It's a horrible name no, for a store. No, let me ask. I want to ask, because I honestly don't understand, and I've always been confused about what the dress barn is. I Is it? What 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 kind of dresses do they have at the dress? Is it like they have all amazing kinds of dresses. dresses? They have all kinds of. It's basically like. like is it a, a specialty shop? It's not a specialty shop because it's I'll like be bo- honest. I it's I like did a, a shitty boutique is what it's I, like. And I'm I I did I used to think it was kind of like a big and tall type store, 
because I didn't understand why they needed a barn with dresses because the two things, I don't know. I did, it didn't make sense to me. I don't know why it's called Dress Barn. It is the worst name for a store ever. Okay. And they have like really nice. The actual, dressing shack. They do. Slack shack. Ooh, slack shack. I could sell slacks at the slack shack. That's probably what I would do. No, they do. And it's like, it's like they have it all, you know, like little, like flowers and laces and adornments and things everywhere. And, you know, they have some like kind of crappy dresses, but they also have some really, really nice ones. Like they could be like, uh, it's not like bridal dresses or anything, but it's like, I don't know, like fancy, fluffy, like flowery patterns. They have different brands. They're like, they have, uh, they had like a section of like Kelvin Klein, which I think was the epitome of their high class section over there. All right. But the, the dress barn has an amazing selection. Okay. I found not one, but two dresses. Well, that I, I love. feel like now they have become a sponsor that we're just not getting paid for. So, okay, no, the dress but barn. The dress barn is the shittiest name ever. Like, who wants to say, like, oh, do you love it? I got it at the dress barn. The dress barn. Slack Shack. Come on down <laughs> to the Slack Shack. shack. Greg Slack Shack. Maybe that'll be part of what I work out this week. So, anyway. Explaining what's going to be happening this weekend. It is this. Now, Sarah and I have been fortunate enough to go to this the last couple of years because our friend Troy is awesome and for some reason keeps making the he mistake totally, of inviting like, takes us. pity on us, I think. I admit, that might be it. I, mean, I don't he's care. To class us up. I don't, don't give a say, shit. Don't let him know that because, yeah, let him take I pity think on us. I he's aware that he's trying to class us no, up. No, but he, may, he would think we're not aware if he's, that's what he's trying to do. <gasps> oh, so don't we're not let supposed him in. To be no, aware. no. Shit. We're like this, the special kids that are getting treated well, you know, for something. I don't know. That sounded, that was a terrible <laughs> reference. I'll, Probably shouldn't have said that. So anyway, Troy is uh, has invited us to We're like this, and I don't want to say kids table. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not going to say what the event is because the event is um, it's a very a very great charitable event, mm-hmm. like charity event. And so I don't want to totally besmirch wish that we had money to be able to I, right. Donate a and I don't want to besmirch their name in any way by associating it with us. But we are going to be there, and it's what it is. It's a, a very fancy high society dinner. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be taking place down in downtown Portland. Super high society, like super high society. Like these are the movers and shakers and the rich people. And the best thing about like old it, ladies wearing furs. I know, and I want to. And they to don't know. even get like buckets of blood thrown at them. Like they're they're just like they're so old that like they can just wear furs. Oh, and it's okay. And baubles, furs See? and baubles. That's what I mean. It's like old school money. It's it old is rich old money. And that's what I want to get in with. And that's why you know the last couple of years we've gone to this thing and I've been trying to figure out because I know that these 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 rich you know the the super the super high high-end rich people, you know? You know they've got, like, secret clubs. Like, they don't exist in our world. Like, they've got some kind of fancy after-party oh, that, like, you know, like they're going Mac to. Is it, like, club thing downtown? I don't know. Maybe like, that you is. You be, like, grandfathered into. Like, you can't even... Unless you, like, have a family member that was a member of it. Oh, that could be it. But I know they've got, like, some kind of secret thing. Like, they know secrets. They're movers and shakers and powerful people. And I want to get in with that. And I've been trying to figure out for but the last couple you- of years... What? Greg, I, I'm just curious. Why do you want to get in with the movers and shakers? Because well, even if you trick stuff's them, happening. even if you trick them for one night, you'll never, you'd only be able to kick up the facade for like an hour. Um, no. Have you ever seen the talented Mr. Ripley? He got in there. He worked his way in. He was also very murdery. Well, yeah, I'm not going to murder anybody, but I'm saying you got to commit to the murder if you're going to go full Mr. Uh, talented yeah, Mr. Ripley. no, I'm not going to go full talented Mr. Ripley, and I'm not going to hit anybody with an or spoiler, but it's. <laughs> No, but I, I want to get in there. I want to see what's going on. I want to know what the action is. I, it's stuff I don't know, and I want to be a part of it. Sarah, I want to be accepted into this kind of society. And I tried last year. Uh, I, let's see. Well, two years ago, I was going to test out this. Now, I know, obviously, myself. You're very myself, excited. You're talking like a million miles a minute. I think okay. that you really think that it's going to happen this time. I think I've kind of whittled it down a little bit, and I've got a better idea. You have you know, I've weird... learned from my mistakes. 
Okay, you have like this weird gleam in your eye that mm-hmm. I, I, I know this about you where you uh-huh. really do think that you have some like solid I, idea. I, I think I've got one. All right, so the first year. Okay. First year was... The first year, you know, I tried to go with the the old money. You know, what's something that's basic, standard, that all rich people would know? And that's... I mean, obviously, I, I was going to say, too, I know I myself will never be accepted by this, so I can't be me. Gre- Greg Nibbler is not going to be accepted. I mean, just the name alone. It's just... It's not going to work out for me. It doesn't scream high society. I'm... I'm they you can need to be like Greg Vanderbilt or something. They can smell the poor on me, they so... They smell the poor. Uh, but if I'm somebody else, I can mask that. I can mask it. It's like putting a perfume of uh, amazingness over, you know... Uh, I know I'm making it sound like I smell bad. So anyway, I... Uh, the first year I wanted to go in and I was like, you know what rich people respect? You know what they like? What they, what they have a lot of? Gold. If you're a gold tycoon, gold tycoons are respected and they have, you know, and I'd talk about my gold mining and my operations and it's just, just circumspect enough to where, you know, they, they would be like, oh wow, he's a gold miner. But I'm, you know, one of those rogue renegade gold miners where I'm out there doing it with myself and then, and then I'm, Greg's uh, air punching as he's talking about being a rogue, yeah, rogue like, renegade. Like kind of like an Indiana Jones type of gold tycoon. So if you could, if you could cross those two, that's who I would be. And I thought maybe that would work. It didn't work. People so, are asking how much juice you've had, Greg. I've had a lot of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You have. I noticed that the pot was gone and I've only had like half a cup. You really are. You're, you're just a mile a minute today. Well, <laughs> got to make up for it. All right. So, so there was that. Then last year, last year I decided to go with something else, something a little more recognizable to get some name brand recognition on there to see if this would work, you know, when I'm out milling about so with the Greg's old ladies. So what Greg's saying, uh, just to, to summarize the first year, the gold tycoon thing didn't work. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. No, no. Uh-huh. They aren't impressed with gold. Gold Tycoon didn't work. Mm-mm. So in last year, what I wanted to try was doing a little bit more of a name recognition thing. And so, you know, if people were asking me what I was doing, I, I decided uh, I thought maybe a really good way to do that would be, you know, the heir to something. Because heirs and, and heiresses, you know, they're all they're famous and rich and stuff. They get invited to all those things. And I could be the heir to uh, the Amtrak fortune, which, of course, is pronounced Amtrak. Oh, Amtrak. Larry Amtrak. Larry, Larry Amtrak, heir to the Amtrak fortune, and then constantly correct people, you know, when they're saying Amtrak, we're like, well, actually. It's- like they're, like they're trying to belittle your product? Yes, and I'll, well, no, and I'll, I'll correct them, then they'll like, feel like they're learning I something. To, I don't mean to, yeah, that, sorry. To, to be rude. It's not, it's. I'm sorry, we were talking not, about the train. Yes, the train. It's well. not pronounced Amtrak, it's, uh, actually, technically, it's, uh, it's Amtrak. It's Amtrak, I myself. Uh, I apologize, I'm Lawrence Amtrak, you can call me Larry. Larry Amtrak. <laughs> And, uh, you, uh, but you can smell call me lovely. Larry. <laughs> you smell lovely this evening. Is that something I can say to people? To get no, a- do not reference their smells. Okay. Scents are bad. Don't no, wanna- you don't go to say- If somebody came out and they're like, you smell delicious, it Isn't would kind of what- creep me out. Okay, but then why do women wear so much perfume? Well, Isn't that what? They want to smell nice, but they don't want you to say that you smell them. I can smell you from across the room. Your scent is, is in- is intoxicating. Intoxicating. No, that's so creepy. It's exotic. I bet, but again, your exotic this sense. Might, this might work for your uh, destination lady group, which is the elderly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because you could probably get away well, with Well, they saying, like a young buck like me, a young young heir buck they do, used and to riches. The, and, and the older ladies do like to wear their, but they saturate themselves in their perfume to try and uh, smell good for a younger man. So uh-huh. that would probably work for... The problem is I'm actually allergic to perfume, like too much perfume, so that might be bad for me. Sickly Greg. You, you smell lovely this evening, madam. No, you have to say you smell absolutely intoxicating. Intoxicating. Okay, I have to say <laughs> intoxicating. Can I say exotic? Exotic, no, does that work? She's gonna, an older lady's gonna think if you say she smells mm. exotic that she smells like a prostitute. You smell exotic. 
No, because oh. she wants to smell rich. She <laughs> so say, it sounds like a prostitute. <laughs> exotic means prostitute. To an old lady, she be, you smell exotic. They don't want to be exotic. They want to be old money. They want to be classy dames. <laughs> they want to be covered in fox furs and Oh, novels. so I have to use like old timey. You are one of the classiest no. broads in here. You say you smell Can I call like him a broad. You should say that she smells like a million bucks. <laughs> there you go. Mm. That's romantic. And I would know because I'm Larry Omtrock and I'm worth millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. Hmm. So, well, if you're saying you're Larry Omtrock and you're worth millions of dollars, so you, therefore you're saying you know what they smell like? Yeah. So, well, you said you smell like a million dollars and I would know because I'm Larry Omtrock. And I'm worth millions of dollars, and I smell it every day. Mr. Jenke is suggesting that maybe you can be taken more seriously as Larry Amtrak this year if you uh, just refer to the Amtrak trains as choo-choos. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy lets me ride the choo-choos. <laughs> Daddy no. Amtrak lets me sometimes <laughs> No, no. Larry Amtrak's a respected businessman. Daddy Amtrak lets me drive he inherited, the choo-choos. <laughs> he inherited... You know, the, the, the Omtrak fortune from the good upstanding Omtrak name, but he's earned his keep. He's not one of those, you know, fly by. He's not one of the Paris Hiltons. Larry Omtrak's earned his keep. He's managing things and he's riding the trains and he's making sure stuff works if, right. If you are Larry, <laughs> the choo-choos, if you are Larry Omtrak, you shouldn't be talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> and let me ask you this. If you want to continue Larry Omtrak into this third year. Uh-huh. Probably the third and final year. Troy's probably like, why the hell do I keep inviting Yeah, this is probably it. I I think we've just made him uncomfortable to the point where he thinks that he can't invite (laughs) us. Do you think that's it? I think that's totally it. Like he doesn't, he would feel awkward if he didn't. Well, because I saw him uh, for his birthday party. Yeah, we see him outside of. Yeah, Troy's a friend of ours. And we'll see him. And I I will, every time I see him, like in the middle of the year, I'll start to drop hits. I'll be like, so is that, uh, that fancy party? What? Are you guilting him into this? I did. You guilted him? I think I did. Because, you know, Fuck it. I never get to go to fancy dinners. And he does get, I mean, I'm sure, I know he has a lot of friends that would probably really, really like to go, but not as much as we really, really, really like to That's go. That's true, yeah. We are. We don't get special, this yeah. very much. Yeah. Like, we're. No, we don't get to see these kinds of things. We're like the gum stuck at the bottom of the shoe. Like, we don't get to, we don't get to go to wow. high society things very much. I mean, this is exciting. I went and spent money at the dress barn for a new dress for this. Well, look at you. I know, but I'm going to the dress I do barn. Kind of, whenever I see Troy, I do. I'll say it like when we saw him for his birthday a few months ago. I think it was before. <laughs> I didn't he had know asked you're us. guilting him into this. I didn't guilt him. I was just asking him, like, oh, so is that uh, that benefit that benefit dinner is probably happening here in like uh, April, right? And he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Greg and I just had the best time when we get to go. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> like, well, if you if you need somebody to go with, you know that we can go with you anytime. Well, hey, it worked. It so totally I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain either. I don't know. Somehow we have to block this show from him. Too bad I hit record on this one. All right. <laughs> so, so, so Larry Omtrock, that was, that was what my one idea. Now, I'm not opposed to actually revisiting Larry Omtrock. There's, there's somewhere in this world, there's a place for Larry Omtrock. And I haven't figured out what that is yet. Okay. Maybe the next time I drive. Larry Omtrock, you really have to be like a spoiled child. No. Larry you... Omtrock is not a spoiled heir. He's the kind Acting that worked exactly hard and like got that. what he did because he works hard and he knows what he's doing. He went to school. Daddy lets me drive the choo choos. <laughs> Larry Omtrock. <laughs> you really quick. I just want to hear you say choo choos. Shock. Shockwave in the chat says, I'm starting to get the feeling he just hasn't told you you're the entertainment. Is this like, what's that, Dinner with Idiots? Or dinner for Schmucks. Dinner for Schmucks. That's it. The Steve Carell movie. Are we the Schmucks? Oh, my God. Are we the Schmucks? We're totally the Schmucks. Like, are, is there a version of us at every table and every group is bringing Schmucks and they're, like, having a secret competition? Oh, my God. I didn't even think of this. I didn't think about that either. 
Will they be making fun of my dress from the dress barn? <laughs> they might be. Oh my god, because I'm talking about getting all dolled up with my dress from the dress barn? I'm talking about being Larry Omtrock, oh like, oh, god. look at this guy, look who he thinks he is this year. <sighs> oh no. I don't think he Troy would do that. that. I don't think he would. Would he? This is a great con, though, if he's doing this. He's really pulling it's it really off. It's really the well. long con. It is. What if we're famous? Because he that keeps terrible. it going, like, all year long. Because we see him all year at different things. Yeah. But it's usually us asking him to do stuff. He doesn't really ask us to do very much. We're just kind of like, hey, Troy, you want to meet here? Oh, God. Oh, no. Are we the schmucks? Oh, my gosh. I hadn't thought about this. What are we, gonna, what are we supposed to do with this information? Well, I'll tell, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Oh, my God, because you did make a scene last year when we got the, the final bottle of wine. That was two years ago. But, yeah, I did, I did make a scene. I did make a scene. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. So so the way this dinner works is, like, tables of, like, 10, 10 to 12 or something like that. And there, there's, I don't know, a couple like a hundred walk- people. Yeah, there's couple like a couple hundred people. A walkway stage thing in the middle of it. Like, the whole shebang. It's a big deal. Yeah, it, it really is. There are, like, it's very fancy. three or four different kinds of forks. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, there are three or four different kinds of forks. They're like a lot of forks. I get really confused. Uh, but we had, uh, they have waiters that come around with the wine, and our table ran out of wine, and so I took the initiative to go all the way over to where the server station was. Like, you, you guys got any extra bottles of wine? And I think this guy just, just, or it was a guy or a girl. I can't I think remember. It was a woman. Yeah, the woman was just handed me a bottle of wine. I think just to get me to go away because it was know, so annoying. They had, they had served us a reasonable amount of wine. Oh, they, they served I us mean, plenty. They were serving us. They were like coming around and refilling glasses when they should have. Yeah. For like a normal party. Yeah. But like our table, we we're like, woo, having our glasses of wine. You know, like five minutes later, they're empty, and we're like, where's the wine? We need more wine. We're more wine. Boy. And so I went and got the wine, and I this was several. I had to cross several other tables to get. Back to ours, and I remember holding it up and like yelling, like "Yeah, boy!" <laughs> and I, I held it up over, over my table. over my head, and then our table cheered. And yeah, that was probably a scene. My gosh, are we the schmucks? It's the long con. Damn. It's the long con. Well, then this isn't going to work because I had another idea for this here. Well, please to be telling me your ideas. I mean, if, okay. we're, just, if we're in it, we're gonna, fine. We're getting the we get to hang out, even if you know Troy and his lovely wife Sarah don't. You know, necessarily love us in the same way that we love them. It doesn't mean that we can't have a good time and a nice dinner. Um, quick side side note: the uh, in the live chat, if you're a live listener, funemploymentradio.com slash live uh, nipples uh, has just posted a picture of Steve Martin in in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels as Larry Omtrock. That's are you going to wear an that's eye not patch? Bad. An eye patch would work great with Larry Omtrock, but I'm not Larry Omtrock this year. Wait, how did Larry Omtrock lose his eye? Oh, that's a tale. Or are you trying for to correct the lazy one? That's a tale for another time. Actually, Larry Omtrock's serious. Uh, like the, his eye problem needs to be. You're trying to correct your lazy eye. No, no, that's trying not to what make it would your, be. Trying to make your exposed eye stronger. No. So you say, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get my eyes to be a little stronger. That is not, no! I'm building up my right eye muscles. This is not going to work with the ladies or the high society that I'm trying to get into. But here's the other thing. Okay, so obviously All I right, can't so first be... Year here's my other idea. Second year, Larry Omtrock. Larry Omtrock, heir to the Omtrock fortune, of Big course. Big three, the final And that's three. how I have to say it. Larry Omtrock, heir to the Omtrock fortune, of course. Okay. I'm the Omtrock money. Um, okay, no. So I've, I've decided on a different route this year. And, and I'm, I'm testing this, <laughs> testing the waters with this. And what, what is so funny over there? Uh, Mr. Jenky in the chat wrote, Greg, with no depth perception, should work out well. <laughs> oh, that'd be a disaster. <laughs> oh, my God. Disaster. You can barely walk just normally. Uh, well, yeah, oh, that that's pretty true. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Look, I'm, this is my idea. Now, <laughs> Okay. the money 
the more I'm thinking about it, the money part might not impress them as much because they're all rich already. You know, they know what it's like being rich. The rich part may not may not be the big deal. Okay. They want adventure. Mystery? Adventure and mystery. Intrigue? Exactly. And how do you do that? Here's how I do that. Eyepatch? So, well, yeah, an eyepatch would be good for yeah, this. Yeah, that is. Answer. That is all of those things. No. The, the, and there's another way I can do it. Now, I, you know, get to the party. I'm ditching you, by the way, right away. I'm sorry. I'm not really hanging out. No, you're, but I have that, my new dress barn dress on. Yeah, well, you can take that somewhere else. You're bringing me down with this thing. It's it's too much baggage here because I, I got I to gotta go solo. I got to go solo for this. For this outfit, for this operation, it's a solo operation. What outfit? You're wearing an outfit? No, I'm not. No, for my, my, my setup, my getup, my thing, what I'm doing. Are you wearing your Forever my... 21 for men's jacket No, again? not what I'm wearing. You said outfit. Well, I don't know. I was confused. <sighs> the hijinks, the flim flam, what's going down? So here's what it is. I'm going to start filtering in, you know, through everywhere and uh, I'll, you know, I'll make some small talk and I'll, I'll talk about some things. And what I'll do is I'm going to find one, one older lady, maybe not older, but a lady who looks like she's there kind of, uh, waiting for someone, you know, a little bit distressed, waiting for someone by herself. Her it's, mink shawl has gently fallen off of her shoulders, oh, yeah, exposing uh-huh. the leathery, slightly yeah. wrinkled, but yeah. sun dusted I glow. Guess. I want her to look like Olivia Wilde, but that's probably not going to happen. So, uh, but I, I'll walk up to her and be like, oh, excuse me, ma'am, I'm... Notice you're here by yourself, and I'm in a bit of a pinch. I that sounds like I... you have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! All right, hang on. All right, start it again. Wait, you know what I'm we need? We need, a... some, we need some music. We need some ambiance. All right, hang on. Let me find well, some like, background music there. cocktail. Okay. Yeah, there is. There's probably going to be like a, an orchestra. No, I don't know. Yeah, probably something like that. Fine, give me some music for this. Because I'm, I'm still workshopping the idea okay. here, so I don't know exactly okay. how it's going to work. But I've, I really think I've figured out these old rich people. I've figured it out. I've figured out what they want and how to do it. Okay, all right. I think I found something. Wait, so in the meantime, I'm just wandering around in my new dress by myself. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. You're kind of... What am I doing? Uh, I don't know anybody of these things. Probably having security look at you extra. Probably. That's what I don't I'm belong there. Is this the music in the background? All right, no, this no, that's a little gentle. Drab. That's that's really drab. All right, here I'm going to do the background noise from a holiday party. There, I just found this one. Um, I don't. So I'm just standing there. I'm, you know what I'll do? I'll just stand there and watch you epically fail because I don't know what exactly you're going to be doing. Okay, fine. Then you're getting written into the story of this. This is a very boring party that you're inviting me to. It is. It's just the beginning. What? Is there music to this party? This is the party know, background Greg. music that you've got for this? It's, it's supposed to be background crowd noise. All right, fine. So anyway, there's the woman. We're back to the woman. She's standing there kind of alone, looking off, you know, a little bit longing, trying to trying to figure out what's going on. She looks like maybe her, maybe her husband went somewhere. Maybe he's... There we go. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to murder anybody, but okay. <laughs> it's some kind of twin pixie. <laughs> okay, and so so she she's just hanging out there, and I... Walk up to him, like, excuse me, ma'am, I'm in a, okay, I can't say pinch, so, all right, I'm in a, a bind. I'm, a, I'm in a bit of a bind, and I, uh, Stop saying pinch. Rarely do this, but you see, I'm not actually a guest here tonight. Am I'm I here. the woman, or are you just, like, doing... Okay, fine, I... you could be the woman. Okay. Fine, you play the woman. Hello? <laughs> My <laughs> rich old lady? Is that was that supposed to be like a Swedish rich old lady, or what was that? I don't know, because you know how, how like, are you doing? You know how rich people get accents, even though they shouldn't have accents. 
Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, they start to talk like this. Like, why would you talk like that? You're fucking American. Rich, wow. It's the rich people accent. That's, how, that's exactly what you should say while we're at the fancy party. You should bring that up. Seriously, There's some dinner conversation for you. Why do rich people you. talk like why that? Why do rich people talk like that? You're fucking American. You're American. Yeah, that'll be great. They do. That's... The- you bring that up to the first person you I meet. I will. Huh? I'll be like, why are you talking like that? You're fucking American. You're fucking American. Act like it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyway. Okay. All right. So I'm sitting here. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. I'm sipping my, my what is, what old, lady, old drunk lady's drink. I don't know. Martini? Wine or some shit. Yeah. I'm drinking wine. I'm drinking okay. wine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sarah is... We're on the radio. She's drinking out of a water bottle right now, bobbing her head around. I'm getting, I'm getting in the character. Okay. Go. All right. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, you look lovely this evening. Thank I... you very much. It's my smell intoxicating. <laughs> yes, it's quite lovely. It's Thank you. pungent. But what I would... Uh, I don't mean to be a bother, but... Oh, you're no bother. I'm just waiting for Bertrand to come back from the loo. Wow. Well, uh, I'm in a bit of a bind, madam. Are you in a bit of a pinch? You see, I have. (laughs) I must confess, I have a bit of a secret, and I'm wondering if you're good at keeping them. Oh, back in World War II, I was the best secret keeper there was. How old is this woman? World War II? No, she's really old. Rich people live forever, too. <laughs> I. My secret is this. I'm no spring chicken anymore. Oh my god. I'm moving on to a different woman. This one's done. I just. I don't even want to be around this woman anymore. She's already annoyed me so much. <sighs> Alright. I'm in a bit of a pinch, you see. I. <laughs> god damn it. Well, now I brought pinch back. You're throwing me off with your pungent I smell. Pinch back. Looking pictures, the pungent. All right, so, <laughs> so, so I'm walking over, and then I'm like, I'm in a bit of a bind. <laughs> you see, my wrong. secret is this: I'm not actually a guest at this party. You're not. No, I was hired. You see, I'm a private, de- private detective. <laughs> You're a private dick. <laughs> Why, yes, ma'am, but that's not so private. I don't know. That sounds sexy. No, it sounds like I'm just exposing myself. <laughs> it sounds like you're about <clears throat> Well, I didn't expect sexy talk for it. Seriously, women are in, in their okay. you know, in their later years. They come into their sexual prime. She has urges. Oh, gross. <laughs> so everything's going to be taken. No, you're messing this all up. The way this is supposed to work, okay, I tell her I'm a private detective, and then I tell her I'm there on a mission. Are you telling me? Go. Okay, yes. Okay. What kind of I'm mission? here on a mission, but I need your help. Oh, all right. What kind of mission do you have? Well, you see, ma'am, someone in this party is my suspect. Your suspect? Yes. What have they done? Well, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Perhaps oh. if you can prove yourself in helping me this evening. Oh, sure. Because you look like a trustworthy person. How do I how do I prove myself you, to you, young squire? <laughs> do you like adventure, madam? Oh, I do. Sometimes my hip gives out, though. God damn it. All right. So, the way it works is... See, You're that, not good at this. I am good at this. You're a terrible old lady. 
And the the thing is, you know, I get them intrigued, like I'm a private detective, and then they think, oh, well, I Wait, mean, on the secret. this is your grand idea? You're just going to be a private detective? Yes. No, but you're not understanding. It's all going to unfold, and it's going to be amazing. So I get this woman to think, you know, she, I'm, uh, you know she's in on my secret. You know, there's a secret, because that's what they want. They want secrets, mystery. They can have all the physical Ooh. objects in the world, but what they can't have is... What they can't buy is mystery. Mystery. And the secret that I hold, that I'm, I'm letting them in on, because they're helping me. Now they're part of a mission. See, and I get this one going, and she's spinning, and she's supposed to be on the lookout for something. And then I'm going to get another one going, and then I'm going to spin that Wait, one you're into gonna, like, it. you're going to, the old ladies against each other? I'm going to get them all spinning. And then it'll be, uh, they'll all know who I am. They'll all think I'm in on the secret. And one of them is going to take me to the fancy rich person party that happens after this party. You want to go to a 97-year-old ladies, you want to go to an octogenarian, like, after party. Well, there's not all going to be octogenarians, Sarah. I'm pretty sure there's other people that it's like our age or octogenarians. Fine. Well, there will be people that will be our age there. And this is how it's all going to work. I'm going to spin them because I'm bringing the mystery. Because the money people there are age. <gasps> it's going to be like old people. The money is not going to impress them. What are you going to wear? What's going to impress them is the mystery that I'm bringing to the party that they can't provide for themselves anymore, and then that's how it's all going to work. Are you going to wear the eye patch? Well, no, because that makes me stand out too much. All right, what's your name? What's your what's your uh, P.I. name? <sighs> can't call yourself the country P.I. Well, no, I know I can't call myself the country P.I. I know that. I was going to go with Chadwick. Chad? Like that for sounds your like last a rich person name, name? first name? I don't know. I'm not sure. Chadwick Thaddeus. Ooh. Thaddeus Vanderbilt. I don't no, know why not Vanderbilt. Vander- Vanderbilt sounds like the richest name to me. I don't well, know yes, why. Well, yes, cuz that is a rich it name. Is a rich Thaddeus. Name. Yes, it'll be Thaddeus. <laughs> Thaddeus. What do people call you that Thad sounds- for short? Some people do. People that know me. People I've grown s- accustomed to. You're people so bad trust. at this. People I can trust. I'm better at an can old I lady than you? you are as pretending to be a guy named I'm Thaddeus. I'm a private investigator named Thaddeus. I don't think I would ever give my money to a private investigator named Thaddeus. Why not? Because Thaddeus doesn't sound trustworthy. Thaddeus sounds squirrely. Thaddeus, Thaddeus sounds like a made-up name. A man of mystery who's going to be there and... God dang it. Messed it all up. Well, that was my one idea. Now I've got to come up with another idea. If you're not going to... You're not even part of this anyway. You're not going to be... You're not going to be the, the, the target of my, uh, my, my moves... I feel like you need to wear some sort of top hat. Do you have a hat? Well, then I have to go back to being the kooky, super rich guy again. That's the only thing that you can be. You're not going to be able to pull off like the classy, suave guy. What do you mean? You have to be the eccentric guy. No, I'm the classy, suave guy. No, you're not classy. I'm pulling a true lies situation. No, no, you're very small, and you're, you're just not suave. That's what I want. I want the true lies situation. That's that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of kind of kind of game I'm trying to pull here. Do you know how to dance? What what suave things I can swing. do you have? You can what? I can swing dance. Okay, what suave things do you have to offer? What? My smooth demeanor and my comforting delivery. Your comforting delivery? Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. My whispering, uh, comforting delivery and voice and then my my smooth touch. Oh, don't touch them. You're not supposed to touch people. And I compliment their pungent odors. Don't say that they're pungent. I mean, they're intoxicating odors. I mean, perfume. They're intoxicating perfume. I compliment that. I love that. your intoxicating odor. <laughs> wow, Greg, you're a real, real ladies' man. Oh, I mean, I'm just... Um, I will get some film of this, because if Greg's ditching me, I'm totally just going to be sitting there filming this, so... Well... You the... have to. We have to give a payoff. Like, it's been year three. This time, you have to go for it. 
What do I have to do? You have to go for it. You have to try well, and... shit. You have to. Like, everyone has been patient. They've been waiting. <coughs> Troy's given us three chances. This is the third chance. Maybe this is our last chance. You need to make a name for yourself. What, with my... With my smooth demeanor and my... Stop saying, and don't... Not your smooth demeanor, and don't touch them. No. My, ah, uh, Okay. Hmm. My erotic conversation. I'm saying everyone deserves to be able to see you vocal, try to vocal, hit on an 80-year-old woman. Vocal eroticism. That's what I offer. Don't say that. Oh, okay. No, that's wrong. Okay, I've got uh, then, then. Well, I don't know who to go as Larry Omtrak or a gold tycoon or a private investigator. I mean, this is this is putting a lot of pressure on me. Okay. Well, you're just gonna have to pick one, and we're gonna go with it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to think about it. Okay. I want to think about it. Larry Armstrong. Okay, stop saying that now. Oh, man, it's fun. Larry Larry has evolved, too, since that episode. Larry has. Larry's uh, grown by I still think down. it's. I still think it's the right way to do it. All right. The next one actually is just from a couple of months after this episode, episode 1386. Sarah, again, picked these, these are, ones well, out. Well, I, I picked them, and also a lot of listeners wrote in suggesting best of. So, oh, these okay. are, so uh, all of these are particularly ones that people suggested. That's, that's, that's fantastic. So this last one... <laughs> is actually pretty funny. <laughs> so I picked this to end the week with because it did make me laugh. Because sometimes Greg is, well, Greg is always crazy, but sometimes his crazy takes a very cre- like focused, creative turn. <laughs> and it's actually really funny. So uh, this is from episode 1386, and this is when I was getting ready to go see the amazing musical, Wicked, with my mom and my sister. However, Greg has never seen it yet. He insisted upon the fact that he knew the entire story, and so he oh, yeah. decides to... Tell the whole story of Wicked, his version, in great detail on this episode. So I think we should listen to it. It still makes me laugh. All right. Here it is. All right, Sarah. Oh, God. I mean, I'm just I'm concerned that you're going to be missing out on Project Fabst. And I know well, this is I'll I mean, this sounds like a Sunday. Yeah, you'll be there on Sunday. Yeah. And I know this is a great thing. It's a family thing that you're going to be going to to do. And that's that is a that is a good thing. Um, but I'm just saying I don't think this is exactly what you think it is. Okay, I'm you think concerned. I've been mis- have I been misled as to what it's about? Well, I mean, yes, it's about like Wizard of Oz stuff, but it's not quite what you're thinking. It's not really a family thing. Okay, is it- um, that's what I'm a little bit concerned about. I mean, you can tell what it is. With the, oh, is that the oh, is that the right music? Oh, yep. I have some theme yeah. music. All right, well, you want to know what Wicked is about? I do want to know what Wicked's about. Okay, so this is going to be a spoiler, everyone. Spoilers about what Wicked is about. So if you do want to go see it. Um, you know, sorry, I'm just going to kind of ruin it a little bit for you, but I might be saving you a few bucks, so I'm probably doing you a favor. So, like, Wizard of Oz, you know how Wizard of Oz ends? Like, Dorothy's back at home, and, you know, and she's surrounded by everybody, and she's, like, all happy, and, oh, look at me, I'm back home, and I saved everybody. You know, and it's, it ends where it looks like everything's all good, but what they don't show is behind the scenes. Actually, it turns out things really get super messed up. Oh. So, like, you know how, like, the Tin Man, you know, uh, like, each of them kind of get what they were looking for. Like, the Tin Man, you know, because he was, uh, what, what was he? He was like a... He, he did, wanted the heart. Oh, yeah. He's kind of like a pussy or something. Like, he's, he's a wussy. So, so the Tin Man, you know, he gets his heart, and then he's like, oh, my gosh, you know, now I can love people. And you think, oh, at the end of the movie, you think, oh, wow, that's great. You know, he's he can love now, and he's all that. Problem is, he has been walking around without a heart. He doesn't know how to use that, and he ends up just stalking people. And he's kind of like this creepy thing that hangs out at, like, pools and stuff like that and like ends up at like weird places he doesn't understand how to how he got there and he's just like following around these women so he ends up he gets arrested for stalking 
and it's 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 terrible. So it's actually a bad thing. Now on top of that, you know, there's you also have like Wait, this the is wine. happening in Wicked. No, this is this is the like this is the story explaining Wicked. This is right oh. after Wizard of Oz happened. This is wicked. So this is like the intro to it. And you know, and then like the lion, you know, the, and it's all happy because the lion's brave now. Problem is the lion's still just an imbecile. Like he's an idiot. He's just a moron. And yeah, he's brave, but he's really, really, really dumb. And so he ends up like going out to bars and stuff and like he gets into fights and he starts drinking too much because he thinks he's like, Oh man, I'm so tough and I'm so strong. Look at me. I'm brave. I'm not afraid of everyone or, or of anyone or, and all that stuff. And he starts drinking. And then he gets into fights. Turns out just because you're brave doesn't mean you could fight. I mean, obviously. So he gets beat up a lot. There are bars in Oz? A lot of bars in Oz. And he okay. gets beat up constantly. And the thing is, like, he keeps getting beat up. You know, he's still just like a big cat. And so, so like, he gets into his, his fights, and then, he, you know, he ends up going to jail for things. He gets, like, maimed, and it's just all sad, and he's, like, in this cage, and that's what the line ends up. You know, and then, like, then the other example, you know, her, her scarecrow buddy, you know, has all these, you know, he's like, um... What did he have? Oh, yeah, he was looking for brains. He was looking for brains. Yeah, the Scarecrow was looking for brains, and, you know, because he wanted to be smart, because he was, he was stupid like a lion. He's like, well, look at this moron. I don't want to be that dumb. So I want some brains, and, you know, then, then he gets these brains, but They're then the problem so is. There's so much meaner in this, in this version. Well, it's just sad what happened. I'm trying to, it's called Wicked for a reason. You'll, I'll explain. I'll explain. So the Scarecrow, you know, he gets all, he gets his brains and he thinks he's all smart. You know, he's like, oh, I am just so smart and I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody how much I know. And he's like a know-it-all, one of those annoying people that like raises their hands and asks questions all the time in classes. Oh. You know, and that's what the Scarecrow becomes. But he gets like so full of himself. He thinks, you know, I'm so smart. I can invent something because I'm made of straw. So it's like, oh, I'm really smart, but I could like burn in a second because I'm made of straw. Obviously, or like a cow's gonna eat me. And so he thinks that he makes up, he makes up this mix, and it's like this stuff that he pours all over himself, and he's like, okay, now I'm gonna be fire retardant, but I, cause I'm so smart, I'm gonna show everybody this. And so he like walks into like this, he like calls a big like, uh, a big like, uh, gathering, and he's like, look at how smart I am, I can withstand fire. And he walks into the fire, guess what? He messed up his serum, or his, his potion thing, lights up instantly. He's dead. Scarecrow's dead. Scarecrow's completely they dead. They kill him in the in Wicked? Yeah, it starts off with that. That's what I'm saying. That's how it starts? Yeah, it starts off with all that stuff. Like the lion's in jail and the tin man's in jail and, and the the Scarecrow, he just burns up. He burns up right there at the beginning of it. It's like, a, I will say that for the stage show, it's kind of cool, like how they do the fire and the pyrotechnics. Because he like lights up real big. It's like, boom, the Scarecrow's gone. And then Dorothy's standing there and she's like... Oh my gosh, this is so sad. Like, what is going on here? And then she's thinking about it, she's thinking about it, and she's like, Oz promised me all of these things. I thought everything was good. Everything was returned to normal. I'm so angry, though. Like, she just, she finds this anger she didn't know she had. And she's like, you know what? I I need to get back to Oz and right these wrongs. So she starts, like, training in martial arts and stuff, and so that's, like, a big montage part of it. She's, like, training, and she's, like, learning all these things. She's kind of like a Ronda Rousey type of person. She's, like, fi- figuring out how to fight. And then, finally, she's, like, she's ready. She's, like, ready to go back. And this, this is where they uh, come up with the catchphrase of Wicked, because you're going to hear this a lot, so I'm going to spoil it for you. Like, she, as she's, like, fully, like, she starts taking steroids, so she's, like, getting really buff and, like, big. And then when she's ready to go back, she's, like, it is time. For me to get wicked. And then she does that. And so that's, that's like the key phrase. You'll hear that. Wicked. A lot during the, during the play. But she doesn't know how to get back there. So, so it's like pro wrestling and. She's ready to go take revenge. And so she's, she's ready to take revenge. She doesn't know how to get there. So like Morpheus shows up, gives her a blue pill. And she, bam, she's back in Oz. She's back in Oz again. And she's walking around and she's just pissed. 
She is mad. She's taken way too many steroids. Like, Dorothy's off her rocker. And so she starts walking around. She's like, I'm going to get revenge on everyone. She thinks everyone in Oz betrayed her and her friends. So, like, she, but she's worked tricky about it, too, because people see Dorothy and they're like, oh, you look really sweet. You look, like, really jacked up now. But, I mean, you know, whatever. That's fine. You're working out a lot. That's great. And she's like, oh, no, it's really good. But she hates everyone. She's so angry. She, like, lures, like, munchkins down by the river and, like, drowns them. Like, it's really brutal. It's really brutal, like what she does to these things. Like so, she, like there's seven of them at a time. She'll drown these munchkins because she's so like huge and and like angry. Stop saying drowning munchkins. I don't. I know. That's, that's what good. I'm. That's what I'm telling you. This isn't what you think. And like each time she does it, she's like wicked. And then and then so she she does that. And so it's like she's drowning munchkins. And then like and so, so she's trying to find Oz. You know, because that's the whole thing. Because she wants to get revenge on him. Because he's the guy that she thinks is controlling all of this. And all these wicked people, you know, in, in the land of Oz. And so she's walking down the yellow brick road, and, you know, and everybody's, like, words getting out. People are trying to stop her. And then, like, these, uh, these like, mo- you know, the flying monkeys, whatever they are. Yeah, the yeah, flying, mo- flying, flying monkeys. monkeys. Yeah, that's what they're called. That's what they're called. Yeah, they show up. And she's, she's like, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty strong. And so they're, they're trying to take her down. So she runs off into the woods. And she's still kept, you know, because of her friend, the Scarecrow, who, uh, who burned himself up. She kept part of him, like, as a souvenir of the... Uh, so she would always remind herself. She's got, like, some of his straw in there. But it's covered in that retardant, like, the, the thing that he had made. And it turns out that stuff's poisonous. So she makes a bow and arrow... And then she's got this bow and arrow oh that she makes God. in the forest. And then she comes back out and she's like, okay, I can't take down the monkeys because I can't reach them. They're flying. You know, it sucks. And they're like pooping all over or something. You know, it's really bad. And so she gets this bow and arrow, but it's, but it's uh, like poison tips with the scarecrow on the end. And she starts shooting them out of the air. Bam, 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 bam. That part's kind of cool too in the musical because the monkeys fly over oh the audience. God, how long and then is they this drop musical? Down. And so, you know, she's looking for revenge. Like the monkeys are kind of the last thing. And then, okay. Here's one thing, too. I'm going to give you a kind of a spoiler. And this is a really is lame this the spoiler. End? No, it's not the end. This is a lame spoiler. I'm just going to tell you uh, what what happens. She gets to the last monkey. She can't quite beat it. And then all of a sudden, a guest star shows up. And this is what happens when you have Disney taking over things. And it's not because it's wicked. Guess who shows up? It's Wicket, the Ewok, and takes down the last monkey, and then he he's like, uh, you have been saved, and then he runs back into the forest, and it's like supposed to be a teaser for the new Star Wars movie. It's really lame they put it in there. I mean, Wicket! You know, it was really, it's really bad. Oh it's very God. cheesy, and I, I just, I, I'm telling you, that's what it is. So then finally, she gets to like Oz, and then, like, like Oz is in this big castle. So he's in this big castle, and she's like, I gotta get in there, Time to get wicked. You know, just they keep ramping up the wicked things. It's it's really it's really yeah, annoying. Can, it is really annoying. Yeah, and so she she like storms she storms the castle and she's like trying to find her way and like Oz is running around. He's hiding in places, you know, and he's like firing you know hot oil down on her and stuff, like trying to stop her. And but she's she's like powering through all of this stuff because she's just fueled by so much anger. And she finally finds Oz. And she's and she's like, you have ruined everything, Oz. I take this land back. And and uh, and it was like, um, you know, they get into like a duel at the end because because she brings out her sword and Oz has a sword, but she's way stronger than Oz. Although Oz is craftier, and so it takes a little bit. And she's like, gets knocked down. And she's like, almost. Oh, you're gonna get me. And then she all of a sudden, at the last second, she gets him, and she's like. Puts him up onto like a pole and like shows everybody like, look what I have done. I have killed Oz. I am wicked. And 
then after but after Oz dies, she's like, oh shit, what am I doing? Oh my gosh, I've been like under this spell the whole time. Oz wanted me to do this. This is so messed up. Like he put me under this spell. He didn't expect I would come back and kill him. But uh, but they 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 you know and and she's like she snaps out of it. She's like, oh, what have I done? You know, the blood of the Munchkins is on my hands. And so she's really upset about it. But it's too late. As it turns out, Oz this whole time was actually working for good. She was just so confused and roided up, she couldn't see it. Oz was keeping them all protected from the central government, which is, you know, the land of Oz is one of the different districts. And so the central government was the one that was actually uh, the bad people. And Oz was just trying to help protect everyone. And, you know, it's like, you know, he he bumbled it around a little bit, but he was trying to protect them. And so then she's like, oh, no, what have I done? And Oz, you know, since he's not there to protect them, become really poor. and, And then she, like, you know, calms down a little bit and she has to start a new life and, you know, she's got her bow and arrow and it's, uh, it, it turns out Oz is one of like 13 districts and she's in district 12 and that's kind of, that's where the end of it is. And so that's, that's how it all ends with like her being really poor and really sad. That wicked. Oh, and that's what wicked's about. God. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm questioning, you know, do you really want to go see this? I mean, I'm just saying it's, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the theatrics are great, and I'm sure you'll have a great time. But that's wicked. Thanks, because you fucking just ruined this for me. Not because of your stupid story, but now every time someone says "wicked," all I'm gonna think is "wicked." Wicked. And then it's gonna make me laugh. And now you've already detracted from my experience tomorrow. You dick. <laughs> I said spoilers. I still think my version would Wicked. make a fan- Wicked. <laughs> would make a fantastic play in its own right. Uh, writers of the Broadway play Rick. You really Wicked. did ruin it for me, though. By the way, like, <laughs> I, like during intermission, I would like be thinking about something like, "Haha, Wicked." Wicked. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week of vacation episodes. I am hoping that after this uh, week, I will not have a cold anymore. That will be lovely. That would be really nice. And that I come back nice and relaxed. But wherever you are, thank you for listening to Fun Employment Radio. You are wonderful, wonderful people. We appreciate it so much. And, of course, go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, where you can download um, previous episodes. You can subscribe mm. on iTunes. You can do all kinds of things Search there. For past episodes. If you heard a chunk of an episode over this week's past best ofs, yeah. um, we made sure to name check the episodes. If you want to listen to the whole thing, just go ahead and search for those, and yeah. they'll be there. Absolutely. And send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link if you're going to be doing any shopping there. And we will be back next week with more live episodes of FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.